Welcome to the Mark Stanley Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You'd mind tossing in the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Bruce Dickinson. If heavy metal bands ruled the world, we'd be a lot better off. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 213. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler Pine City, the b Club, and Canine Inspired Change. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a freezing winter day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm looking at a charcoal portrait of my grandfather given to him by the Army Special Services drawn of him in 1945. I feel super honored to have this hanging in my home. And happy Veterans Day to all. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Been working with a metronome, dialing in my timing on some of my songs, and I'm not good at it. Friday, played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. A big shout-out to Len and Linda for coming out the last number of months to support my new fascination with jamming on old-school R&B tunes. Saturday, played a duo show at Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Thanks to all the folks who braved the early winter road conditions to rock out with us. Shows. Tuesday, November 12th, 2019, I'll be playing a solo show at Volstead in Egan, Minnesota from 8 to 11 p.m. Wednesday, November 13th, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, November 14th, I'll be playing a duo show at Beedale Club in Roseville, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, November 15th, I'll be playing a solo show at Summerby Golf Course in Byron, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, November 16th, I'll be playing a duo show at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. It's part one of three with the top five Iron Maiden songs of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Ken Valdez, Dan Fink, Rob Saxton, Andrew Nelson, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. And I have ten songs, like, right off the bat. But Do you really? My alternates are... Yeah, I've don't, don't like, show them to us. I only have like four, so I'm probably going to end up being on the phone here. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fine. Because I, I can't remember the them all. I can't remember everything. Then when I see them, I go, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. Okay, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, everybody. We have a very serious episode tonight. Uh, we're here again at the beautiful B-Dale Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota, with a bunch of metalheads, maidenheads, rock and rollers. It is the top five Iron Maiden songs of all time podcast. Dead serious here. I've been looking forward to this for a very, very long time. We have a group of specialists here. To my left, we have Andrew, Harley Davidson. Andrew, as he's known on my podcast, I mention him all the time. Bouncer to all the st- celebrities around the Polk County area. Yes, that's what I do. <laughs> Robbie, I call him the King of St. Paul. We got Rob Saxon over here. Uh, Iron Maiden, he's t- we, I went to Iron Maiden with both these guys actually just a few months ago. Uh, we have Dan Fink of the Lars Nelson Band. Hey. And Fink has been on the podcast a number of times. We also have Fresh Off the Tour with ZZ Top and Billy Gibbons, Mr. Ken Valdez. Yeah, Heck yeah, thanks for being here. We have our Judge Karen here again. She's going to help us out with this extravaganza. Oh, man, sorry. If phones go off, you got to buy everybody beer. I can do that. Right. Let me ask you. <laughs> can I borrow a few bucks? <laughs> Rob, this is your first time ever being on the podcast, right? It is, yeah. Okay. Have you ever listened to the show before? Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah, I've listened to it. Andrew, you've judged a much times, haven't you? Yeah, I've been on a few shows. Yeah. You know, just as a judge, though. Actually, what I'm most excited about, the prize. Rob, can you tell us about the, what the winner gets at this <laughs> Top five extravaganza? You want to show us, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is a sweatshirt right from the concert. Okay. Uh, it's a big boy size. This is the Karen unfortunate. Will hold, our judge, Karen, our Vanna White of the, of the event, will hold it up for us. The unfortunate part about this sweatshirt is it's a big boy size, but yet it's still too small for me. Look at that, Ken. So, that thing is very cool. It's pretty sweet. It's I just bought cool. it off the... I wanted to That's get back cool in and design. hear the songs. So I just bought it and never even tried it on, got home, and like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're lying. It's not a 3X. It's got to be a 1. We'll have uh, really we'll have prizes for second and third place. Or if Robbie wins it, we'll figure out something. But a beautiful Iron Maiden zip-up sweatshirt, black, of course, from... Look at that. Ooh, Dude. Cool. Yeah, from the most recent concert. Yes. This is, uh, this is my wardrobe. This this needs to be mine. It's yeah, nice. Ken, what do you think about that piece of uh, of uh, clothing there? It's like uh, you know, I'm that dude that that wears the black hoodies all the time. <laughs> so I'm looking at that, going, "You will be mine." We're all big guys wearing black. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's slimming. <laughs> yeah, it's, I try to hide a beard gut too as much as I can. You know. Yeah, man. Um, so let's start off with the people, let's say, well, unfortunately, I, this term I used for the last four years in this show, but I can't use it anymore because my grandmother passed last weekend. But I always oh. would say, uh, if my grandmother was listening, I think I'll still say it anyway. But who would like, who, who is Iron Maiden? What is Iron Maiden? Dan, you want to tell us about the band a little bit from what you know? Um, Maiden's like a part of what they called the uh, British wave of heavy metal that kind of came around in the late 70s and stuff, stuff like that and uh, kind of worshipped by later bands or whatever and uh, like Metallica and stuff like that but I think those guys got started in their late 70s and uh, you know just started hitting the scene and eventually they were competing with Judas Priest and all of that and I don't they're know, considered really one of the most like popular heavy metal bands ever right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have a great reputation. Andrew, when did you first listen to Iron Maiden? What's the first time Iron Maiden came came into your life? Oh, uh, let's see. I grew up... Well, don't name, don't name any songs, of course. No, I'm not going to name any songs. But uh, my dad was always a rocker, and he he mainly listened to, you know, 
more of your generic rock and roll from the 50s and 60s, but then uh, as the 80s hair metal started picking up and stuff, he started listening to something a little heavier, and then he decided to give that this British band, because he has a thing for British bands, apparently, and all of a sudden, here I am, you know, just as a little child in the, I don't know, 84, 85, and he's like, here, check these guys out. Holy crap, I loved it ever since. Yeah, that's great, man. Um, Rob, when did you first hear Iron Maiden, when they first come into your life? <laughs> well, I always used to pick through my sister's albums, and she was always into, like, the older, like, the Led Zeppelin, and then, like, when Judas Priest first came out. But I'd pick through her albums, and then I found Iron Maiden Killers. Oh, God. And I put on that album... I heard Murders in the Room Org, and I was... Oh, dude, oh, no songs. Don't mention the songs. How do you know it's on my list, Mark? Because it might be on my fucking list. You're just list. assuming. <laughs> well, winter is finally here. A little early in most folks' opinion, but it's here. Spent the weekend driving in icy and snowy roads, going from show to show. The previous white-knuckle winter driving I used to experience is now gone, though, since I got a black cheap Cherokee from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. When 250,000 miles in my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler Pine City, and the staff couldn't have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest Pine City, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out on the open road in a new ride. But then, I, and at, by this time, they already had other albums out. So, but that album made me check out. I think they had Peace of Mind out by that time, and I checked it. I was hooked. All right, Fink. What's the first time you heard of Maiden, brother? Uh, like 1984. Um, buddy of mine, you know, I didn't always have money for albums, but I would uh, buddies would have albums, and I'd get them recorded on tapes, you know. So, got Power Slave for me on on a Memorex. And, nice. Uh, just wore the hell out of it. I mean, it's just a Love that album. How about you, Ken? Man, I remember being in the Wee Lad and uh, was always just blown away by the covers. Like, what is that? What is it? You know, it's Eddie, Eddie. right? Uh, yeah. Eddie just Eddie. looks so cool. And like when I was such a, like, seriously, just a, a kid. Mom, can I have this? That's satanic. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. You don't get it. So, No. <laughs> But mom, <laughs> never happened, man. So it was like one of those things where, like, I was I was really young, and you know, cousins of mine would have it. So I'd go sneak and listen to Iron Maiden, you know, with with my cousins, and I was just like, yeah, this is this is where it's at. This is totally where it's at. Satanic or not, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. We'll have to look up on break who did all that Eddie artwork or how he even came about. He's like certain bands. I know Megadeth has a character that Vic. if that that's Vic. Yeah, that's along there. There is a story to it. I know that. We'll check that I out on break. What, what the, the story with Eddie is, and Eddie is like this monster guy that's on all their album covers and T-shirts and stuff. Where I first came across Iron Maiden is my good friend Stephen Bennis from Turtle Lake. Um, he was the only one of us that had cable when we were children. And he would videotape this uh, MTV Headbangers Ball and all this stuff, this late-night MTV stuff. 
And I remember we'd watch all these videos, and I saw a live version of this song. It's going to be on my list. Hopefully no one else has it as well. Um, is that me? No. That's you? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to look up the, the Eddie story, and then my phone went off. <laughs> So but anyway, so too. I saw in between like Metallica videos and Megadeth videos, I saw this band play Castle Donington. And it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. And so I had a friend of mine that stole cassette tapes in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. So I had him pick me up, do the five finger shuffle and pick me up this cassette tape with cool Eddie on the cover. And I was an Iron Maiden fan ever since. Like everybody kind of come and go. Um, especially going to see them last month or two months ago was really just a cool experience, re- relearning all their stuff and, and getting into it. Just what a great what a great experience. So have you seen them live before, Ken? No. All ages there, too. No. That's what was cool. Yeah. Every, time that, uh, every time that I was going to see them, something always came up. And actually, this was going to be one of my stories. I'll just, I'll just share it quick because it's okay. It's okay. Uh, they were on, I want to say it was OzFest. And... Um, what happened was it was that at that time where Ozzy had the reality show. And what happened was on stage, Bruce Dickinson is, you know, we don't need a reality show to, to you know, sell out and to be popular. And, you know, we don't need that at all. Well, that didn't sit very well with Sharon Osbourne. So that was the last night of the show. She pulled the power on them. Fans went just berserk. Like, what was up with that? I was so pumped because I had my ticket to OzFest in Albuquerque, New Mexico, because I'm from New Mexico originally, and I'm pumped. I'm finally going to see Maiden, and I'm finally going to see Sabbath, and it's going to be amazing. Nope. Sharon pulls him off of the tour and puts on Velvet Revolver, which was cool. Cool, man. But it's not Maiden. It's definitely not Maiden. <laughs> oh, man, that's so such that, a sad story. It, it, it bummed me out, but, man, I'm all right with it. I've made my peace with it. <laughs> one thing to consider on this, although you haven't seen him live, one of my best, I'm going to be calling out a bunch of people on this show. I might actually physically call people on the show. We'll see how many of these Jamesons I have. But um, I, one of my best friends, Bill Skinner, who was the funeral director for my grandmother's funeral, one of my dear friends, who was, hope, was trying to make tonight but didn't work, um, he said the number one thing with me, and he goes, how do these songs translate live? Because he's seen him a million times. He goes, what, what, what songs really come across live? And he had some really interesting picks, and maybe we'll give him a little shout later. Um, but how this all works for our top five is we'll go around in a circle. We'll probably start with Andrew here and work our way around the, uh, around the table here. Andrew will pick his number five and say why he's going to pick it. Then Robbie, you pick, and Fink, and then Cannon and me. And if it's on your list, you have to scratch it off. So if someone does, your list is, you have to just dig up, figure out something else. And it's going to be quite a battle with us uh, maidenheads here. And the winner gets the beautiful, should be framed, black hoodie of Iron Maiden. And we'll have a couple, I'll talk to Natalie behind the bar. It's a small 3X. A, <laughs> a very small 3X. I'll talk to Natalie behind the bar and get a few more um, prizes as well. Again, thanks you to Karen. Does a good job with the judging. So uh, is there any questions about anything? And how about your prep? Kenny, you, were, you could tell us about your preparation for this. <laughs> so you, you gave me that, that message like, hey, man, do you want to do the podcast? I'm like, yeah, of course. You know, anything for you, man. <laughs> and uh, when you told me what it was about, I was like, right on. This is going to be okay. This is going to be fun. I dug in so deep. 
Man, well, it's like, you know, it's it's they're one of those bands though, because they have so much. Yeah. You I mean you got 40 years of, of, of material, man. It's like, where do you start? It's it's incredible. So digging through all of that and going, well, that's a good one, and that's a good one, and that's a good one. And then you just finally like look at the list, and it's like, oh, I have like 50 songs on here. <laughs> okay, let's scale this down. It's so hard. So I, I realized one thing, and what's, what it's going to translate to is like, today, this is my top five. And chances are this list will change tomorrow or the next day or, you know, what it was yesterday. That's just the way it is because, like, there's, they just got so much killer stuff. So, Very well said. Yes. I think that's, it's my today's list. It'll be different by my, tomorrow. Yes. Okay, I think it's time for us to start this up. Do it. Harley Davidson, Andrew, let's start. What is your number five Iron Maiden song of all time? I'm actually really happy I get to go first because I know this song is probably going to be on multiple lists, so I'm going to say it first. We're going to go to 1983's Peace of Mind album with The Trooper. No! <laughs> I had to. Sorry. <clears throat> Yeah, it's one of the greatest rock songs. Is Peace of Mind is my favorite Iron Maiden record. Um, the Trooper is just a spectacular song. Great guitar riff. Um, why did you pick that one? Just because we all would have it? Well, that's why, I, that's, why, that's why I said it first. <laughs> but uh, I think the beginning, you know, the intro of the song is probably one of the best. Because if you're listening on the radio and that song comes on, before the second word, you already got your volume cranked. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a perfect start to a metal song. What what war is he talking about? Just war in general. What war is he talking about? Yeah, the with the trooper. Well, Eddie's like a Prussian soldier or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So like I don't know, late eighteen hundreds or something. Oh man. That's so cool. Great pick, Andrew. Thanks for screwing up my list already. Yes, I had to try. Jesus Christ. All right, the king of St. Paul. Rob, what is your number five, top five Iron Maiden song of all time? Well, my, uh, my pick for this one is off the same album. You which is a son of awesome a album. Bitch. Flight of the Icarus. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks for ruining my list. Very nice. <laughs> Flight of Icarus. Another one down. That's an awesome song. Why'd you pick that one? It's just like one of the songs I remember, like when I bought that album and put it on, and then, you know, as the sun breaks above the clouds and all that. I mean, it was great. It makes the hair stand up Fly on your arms. On your way. It's a cool story, yeah. And yeah. that's always on their greatest hits too. Like an eagle flying high. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good song. It's just a badass album. It, that's so good. Oh, I we mean, should also. The first two songs are off that album. Yes. Um, That's how great it is. That, it's a great record. It's my, my number one Iron Out Maiden record. Out of 40 years of material. Right. <laughs> and they still, right? they still look at that one as like that pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, peace of mind is spectacular. 
My life took an unexpected good turn when Copper the Wonder Golden and I became part of canine-inspired change. All the heartwarming and memorable experiences we've gained from doing therapy dog work can't be counted or put into words. Canine Inspired Change is a nonprofit organization dedicated to giving vulnerable youth the social emotional tools they need to be active participants in their schools and their communities. Our work helps these remarkable young people transcend trauma, social struggles, and isolation by sparking meaningful connections with dogs volunteers, and each other. If you are interested in giving back to the community with your dog or contributing to this worthwhile nonprofit organization, please look into Canine Inspired Change at canineinspiredchange.org. And please join us on Thursday, November 14th at Bad Weather Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota for Give to the Max Day. All right, Mr. Dan Fink, the Lars Nelson Band. What is your number five Iron Maiden song? Um, I figured I'd go with a lesser-known one. It's on uh, Power Slave, uh, Back in the Village. I love that song. I really love it, too. I've always loved it a lot. It's one of their lesser-known ones. Um, I just kind of love the, the riff, you know, the, just kind of this repeating guitar riff that goes over the chords underneath it. And then lyrically, it's, it's you know, it references their, the show The Prisoner. Uh, the village was the place where the prisoner was being held prisoner. Really? Yeah. And uh, Is that? prisoner was oh, Patrick okay. McGowan, who was also in Scanners. Nice. Where heads explode due to telekinesis, so... I don't know. Wow. All the more reason to have it on my list. <laughs> I've seen that Scanners movie like a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that song, too. I can't whistle it, so I, can't, I don't have it top of my head, but, but I know that's, that's a good song. Uh, good pick. All right, Mr. That's Ken Valdez. I'm pumped, man. What is your number five? What are you going to hit us with, brother? I'm going to go with what I consider to be their magnum opus, if you will, like their, their uh, Euro dance mix, their oh, um, rock opera, if you will. Title track to Seventh Son of a oh, Seventh Son. Oh, that is on my list. <laughs> that is on my list. That is one of my favorite ones. That's going to be number one. That song is like 10 minutes of just badass shit. It is so good. That was on mine. So God damn it. That was my, that that's my, <laughs> that would be, that's what's ranking for my number one. Um, I listened to it in the gym today. Seven song, number seven son. Seven song, number seven son. It sounds oh weird, God. but when I was a teenager, I used to like to go to sleep to that. <laughs> I, it's weird, but that was like my favorite. It's a great lullaby. Oh, it's, it's such cool. a good song. Yeah, yeah. A and the thing is, they only do the chorus, I think, just story. twice. Mm-hmm. And then it's this big long jam. I think that was written by Bruce Dickinson as well, just Bruce. Well, no, what's interesting about that is the album was supposed to be a concept record about the whole, you know, the, 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 the idea, the, the folklore of the seventh son, you know, having a very, you know, kind of like, you know, psychic power and supernatural kind of stuff going on. And uh, it was so funny because I think it was Bruce Dickinson himself who was saying, you know... We almost did something great. 
Because <laughs> they just couldn't quite get the concept like throughout the entire record. It was supposed to be that big concept record, and it just it almost was. I loved it. I thought it was such a cool record. Anyway, in fact, I may or may not have another song from that record on my list. So there you go. All right. Moving on to me. Now I'm gonna I'm trying to figure out what direction I'm gonna go here too, but I'm gonna stick with that. Um, off the Seventh Son of a Seventh Son record, and I kind of talked about this already when I saw this this footage live at Castle Donington, and I remember Bruce Dickinson had his bangs just cut like a little like a like a Cabbage Patch Kid just right across <laughs> the hair down here, and they're all doing their thing, and this song starts out um, just cool harmony guitar parts. It's like this kind of a like flying like an eagle thing, kind of grambled in the chorus, just this intense thing, and the whole audience just rises up, and it's, it's a time to live, and a time to die, and a time to meet the maker. Iron Maiden's off their 1988 record, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, The Clairvoyant. You know that one, Ken? Oh, absolutely. I don't have that one. You don't know that one? No. Okay. I mean, I know it. I don't have it That's on my list. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a deep breath after that. Okay. <laughs> Harley Davidson, Andrew. What's your number four, brother? Well, I've got a thing for epic songs that, uh, you know, last a long time, plus have good stories and, you know, musical breaks in them. So I'm going to go a little more modern than I usually do. This is off of 2015's Book of Souls, Empire of the Clouds. My buddy Bill said that one. 18-minute song, and it's absolutely... Beautiful. That's the one album there is I don't have yet. I don't have Book of Souls. And I read in articles like that would be one of their top five records if they didn't write some of the best metal records of all time already. Yeah. The whole album's like epics. I mean, oh, pretty amazing. Great guys, pick. Yeah, they, these guys just don't stray too far from the formula. You know what I mean? And that's fine because <laughs> everything's just cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, that's a great pick, brother. Nice oh, I love pick. it. Love, love that song. Call. I'm anxious to clip that one in there so I can check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Karen, you keeping, keeping track of all this? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> the King of St. Paul. Rob, what's your number four, brother? This is off the first album, Killers. You, I got one off here, too. Rothschild. That's off their second record. Is that off their second one? Wrathchild. Killers is their second one. I have the T-shirt, man. What's the... F- oh, the, fir- <laughs> the first... Yeah, you're Iron, right. It's off Killers. Iron I'm sorry. Maiden. First one's Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. Wrathchild off Killers. Wrathchild is one of the best songs of all yeah. time. That's Paul Diano singing that one. That's before... Yeah, the that's last the old... The first singer. That's before Bruce Dickinson It was got a in different band. kind of Iron Maiden, but it was really... It was still cool. Like, it was still Iron Maiden, you know? 
I want to tell you all about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B, and Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a fact. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always great. My high school buddy Hyman and I went to B-Dale last week after cruising around St. Paul looking for our family's original homes. We found them, and after excitingly telling some of the regulars at B-Dale, we learned that some of those areas of town are so bad that they were surprised we made it out alive. Always learning something down at the B-Dale. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that after being talked about on these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails are something like hotcakes, karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. The B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. I was listening to that record today, actually, and it reminds me like of old Alice Cooper... Um, kind of kiss-ish, mm-hmm. early kiss, um, kind of punkish, right? Too. Yep. Well, that's I what I was, I was. You know, I was. I was saying that. You know, they didn't really stray too far from from you know the formula, but they have those moments where like early Iron Maiden had, uh, yeah, punk. I totally hear punk in there just mm-hmm. a little bit, and then when you get into like what, the Seventh Son and. Uh, Gosh, not it was a peace of mind or it was a power slave maybe. But they started using like synthesizers and it's just a little different, but it's still okay because it's maiden and it still got the point across. But those are like the two places I guess in their history where like okay maybe just a little bit of a of a departure yes from the the the, the so-called formula. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's a great pick. Wrathchild is one of my favorites for yeah. sure. Um, that's great pick, Mr. Dan Fink. What's your number four, brother? Uh, hello, Revelations off of Peace of Mind. <laughs> um, just great intro riff, amazing singing by Bruce. Uh, then it goes off into these other sections. The arrangement is really freaking cool. And then I guess I never thought about the lyrics that much. I mean, they're pretty strange. I actually looked them up. I guess they're a cult from Aleister Crowley. Yeah, isn't they're, that awesome? They have to do with his kundalini meditation or something like that. And really cool mystical lyrics. I don't know. Just a really awesome tune. I guess Aleister Crowley's middle name was B. Dale. Yeah, really? Well, you learned something. Yes. <laughs> Alistair, B-Dale. Is it Crowley or Crowley? I think that, uh, depending on whether you're British or not, I don't know. <laughs> That's one thing I was thinking about you, Ken. Like, you have a cool album covers and art and stuff, but like the Beatles had uh, Alistair Crowley on their album cover. The Eagles had Alistair Crowley. I think you need Alistair Crowley on one of your album covers. Okay. Or not. <laughs> I was really close, man. I was really close on my on my new one. Uh, I have Rafi. I <laughs> <laughs> kid. Oh my god! Uh, All right, yeah. The Revelations is one of my favorite Iron Maiden songs. One of my favorite Iron Maiden records. Good God! All right, Mr. Ken Valdez. What's your number four, man? You're sweating bullets, man. Yeah, that quote, dude, that the quote Dave like, Mustaine. There's there's, uh, there's so many. There's so many that are good, and so I. There's a part of me that wants to go with a little bit more of the obscure because, 
It's awesome. But in my opinion, yeah, you know what? I think I will go there. I think I will go there. I believe. Man, that was a good one, though. I'm just going to throw it out there because uh, I'm sure this is on somebody's number one. But, like, because this is what it is, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, ace is high. Gotta go there. That's just one of the like quintessential metal songs. Just you know, they start their shows with it, and everybody is in just a frenzy for the entire two hours, and it's it's just epic. When we saw them, and Dan, you're at that show yeah, too. That was amazing. Um, that when they came yeah, out with that the song, they had a full size plane hanging over the damn stage. Oh, yeah, the props spinning and everything. And nope, it was really the kickoff with the intro by <laughs> William Churchill. Yes. And then they come out to Aces High, and there's a goddamn plane hanging over the stage. <laughs> and instantly, I felt that my tickets were worth the price, for sure. Oh, yeah. I it saw was in, so good. Sorry, Donner. I saw them no. in 89, they had the airplane. Really? Yeah. Oh, they had so it, they've, they've been cool. doing that airplane for a long time. When they started, yeah. they made them out of paper. Is that what it was? Threw them at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you see. <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> <laughs> was it the same size as one we saw? Yeah. When Dale was president here, I tried to get a, a plane above us in the corner. We played shows here at the B-Dale Club, and there just was not enough room for one. I think people fly high enough around here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, my number four, then we're going to take a little break here. I am going to, okay, because I don't want to lose this one. Um, I'm going to go again with the album Peace of Mind from 1983. It's second album with Bruce Dickinson on there. And I list this is by far my favorite Iron Maiden. Probably, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. And uh, where they have kind of a call and response chorus, which is kind of rare for Iron Maiden. Like they'll sing it, then they call and response. Like kind of old doo wop, but it's kind of metal ish. And they use this old kind of cowboy term. And he talks about war and stuff here, too. I'm not, I know he talks about the Frenchman and stuff in it, so I'm not really sure what war he's talking about. But this song gets me pumped up. And it is right after the Trooper on Peace of Mind. It's called Die With Your Boots On. You guys all know that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I heard it once. All right. Thank you guys so much for being on the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. That concludes episode number one, the first chunk of this this trilogy of battle over Iron Maiden top five songs. Uh, thank you to the B-Dell Club for having us here tonight. Thank you to Harley Davidson, Andrew, King of St. Paul, Rob. Thanks to Karen R. Judge, Dan Fink of the Lars Nelson Band, Ken Valdez of all the awesome projects he does. And please tune in next week as the battle continues on part two.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler Pine City, B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. This is also a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Tripping over my dreams A drink to remember And tend to forget The way I live, darling No time to regret Tempting once you tempt to fade Still back the streets where I never wait A school down Cinderella You're so profound I must give you the secret When I come back around Winter time on the loud as we ride along We'll be rocking up to tell you Tell the breaking down Winter time on the loud Raise your glasses high Got a hold on me that I can't deny. So take another bottle from the past. Roll with the window and just relax. Let the cool summer breeze. Float on by, it won't be long till I reach the sky. Winter time will light on the Arkansas. Every summer night's electric, I can buy the flow. To be back with old friends and look at the thrills. You know you wanna, you know that I will. You know I will. your streets, rigging the nightlight forever believe. Shepherd sky where the clouds fall, the velvet horizons I can hear call. We're 
if the dumb old light as we ride along We'll be rocking up the tail until the breakdown With the dumb old light raise your glasses high Got a hold on me that I can't see 